fuck around with this last time uh saturday Sat- sunday did the uh live episode which ended up being really short it was only oh, like a okay. half hour who all was on or like who, was, uh, it was it another like it was it one? was like a the, yeah, yeah, yeah. One? it was, was a casted like, one um it was actually a casting couch uh oh, wonderful very problematic even better very even problematic better. yeah uh, i'm glad it was live yeah it was live <laughs> uh just saw a bunch of people fucking. Um, no, that's not what happened at all. Um, there was, put on a good show. <laughs> just, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, some might say too good of a show, really. <laughs> um, but uh, no, so, <laughs> Christ. Um, no, that's that's but yeah. Especially the, the worst part about that would be that there was three dudes and one girl. So that would be. Uh, yeah, I've seen I've seen uh, I've seen links to that one. Yeah, yeah as a yeah. matter of fact, yeah, you've seen, yeah. you've seen links to that one. Okay, I was gracious of you to put it up online so quickly. You know, it was so many iterations. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just I I just got to give to the people. You know, I got to give the people what they want, and mm-hmm. what they want is a bunch of comedians fucking. Apparently, that's what they want. Yeah. Um, I no. mean, that's the only thing in my search yeah. history. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, it's weird though because you look for that exact let wording a bunch of comedians fucking mm-hmm. so just those words it's and then so, see what comes up it's mostly clowns to be honest with you mostly clowns Because having done the research yeah it's, okay uh, it's just a lot of clowns they're like did you mean clowns fucking yeah and well, well there's also like pretty much yes i do <laughs> i mean i've watched enough porn to realize that they had that they try to be funny in a lot of porn you know yeah they're self-aware they're self-aware yeah. um but sometimes it's almost like it's trying too hard to be funny you know yeah i've had i've had I've also had them too committed to the bit. Oh yeah, be like, oh no, I really am step relative. It's like, oh, <laughs> you don't have to repeat. You know, it's not. You you don't have to have that line. I was telling, I was telling my friend this yesterday, a couple of days ago. I was like, I'm waiting for them to have the step wife version because I don't step even know how wife. that works. <laughs> Step wife. That's like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, step in laws. Step in laws might be the next bit. Step yep, laws. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> step in laws. Step in laws. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense Not either. At all. No. Like step wife, step in laws. Yeah. I step neighbor. You know. Step neighbor would be step good. Neighbor. Yeah. I could see that. <laughs> I could see a skit. It's, yeah. Oh no, step neighbor. Yeah. I uh, I tried watching this one uh, porn. It was called Step by Step. But the weird thing was it was just a comedy with a laugh track on it so there was no porn in it though there was a guy who tried to fuck his cut who wanted to fuck his cousin so you know he got some time it was well i mean this was that's that's a weird thing that was in the 90s like there was a guy he i i feel like it was his cousin and not his stepsister oh and he wanted to fuck her like that was part of the storyline of that show oh you what are you checking for gotta make sure my phone's off oh that's that's good pings or interruptions (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So thanks for listening, everyone. This is, as always, Obsessive Comic Disorder. I'm Gene DeWeber. And today I have, uh, I'm going to butcher your name because it has two L's and I always fucking butcher this. It, uh, someone said it was Josh Trio. You got it. Trio. There okay. I wanted to say Trillo. Yeah. No, everyone Trillo. does. It's that AA. It's yeah. Not, uh, it's not so common around these yeah. parts, but uh, yeah. So, so uh, it, it's an ironic name because you're extremely skinny. You know, yes. There's no three. It's a, you do not look like you look like maybe three people up 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there uh, three three children stacked on top of each other with a forty year old's face. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, you yeah. Do it was, work. It not hard to make yeah. fun of. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Just well, you like, should stop dressing in trio. trench coats. So <laughs> it is. It is a huge problem. I had, yeah. to, I had to cut that habit out <laughs> right after high school. It was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Yeah. How you? How you doing today, Josh? Doing great. Doing great, man. How are you? Fantastic. I uh, I've got a whole new setup. Uh, if you. If, for for listeners, if you have if you don't follow me on Instagram, I offer great random, infrequent updates of random stuff going on to do with the podcast. And today, for example, I updated it by showing off how I redesigned my room. So literally, there it just looks like a podcasting studio with a bed in the corner. Really, like that's that's it's it used to look like a bedroom with a little bit of a podcast. Looks studio. like you live at work, which is good. I yeah. mean, that's what you want from people producing things yeah you want, I, you want I, dedicated yeah and this yeah well you really built a fortress i built i built myself a fortress for sure yeah <laughs> i it's <laughs> i'm never leaving that's uh <laughs> never leaving my room anymore it's it's people coming to me that's how it works it's i mean i, I do have a giant a really big tv especially for the size of room i have because I got a 55-inch. Yes, yeah, yes yeah, as yeah. a matter of fact, you do. Yeah, for the room size. It's, you <laughs> it know, is, there's big, there are bigger TVs. It might be as big as that window, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, that I mean, if I was if I had my way, that window wouldn't exist. Uh, I don't need to see the outside TV. world. Just, it would be the TV. Oh. Yeah. That would be very fancy. It would be, it would be something, you know? And then I could have my own views of life, you know? I could... If I want to live in, in, uh, uh, in uh, up in the Alps... Well, for a day, I could, mm-hmm. you know, that way. Or like, if I if I want to live in a post-apocalyptic wasteland, you know, I don't know why I would, but uh, you know, I'm just saying that would be something. A TV has way more options than a window. It does for sure. It kind does of get you get you to shape your own your own reality there. Yeah, which yeah, will be yeah. good. That'll be that'll be healthy. Totally. <laughs> I, that's the that's the most healthy. I thing think only upside do. on that one. Actually. There's only upsides. We never any no nothing has ever gone wrong when people try to shape their own reality. Of course not. No. No. That's uh. Those are those any anyone who says otherwise is lying. Is this your really really well done intro yeah. into? Yeah, Mister Miracle. Yeah, this is this is you know talking about lies, uh, talking oh, yeah. about lying to yourself and creating your own reality. <sighs> this story was so good. I've it been so great. excited to talk about this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, this. Yeah. So, so we so we read uh, Mister Miracle by Tom King with art by uh, Mitch. I'm gonna butcher his name too. Gerards. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Gerard. Gerard. Right. Or there's a S. Like that. There's Gerards. Gerards. Well, there's no RD. Oh man, that is a tricky one. Grads. I'm glad I can't read. Jur- Speaking of yep. my favorite books. <laughs> <laughs> read this twice. Uh the pictures were great. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I like the squiggly ones. <laughs> I like the yeah, right. Uh man. Yeah, I I finished I only read it once. Um and I finished it today and I I was like at the end, I was like, I think I figured something out here, but I'm gonna be lazy and watch a video for that was done like a 17 minute video on this too just to make sure because i don't have time to go back and reread this so oh yeah no it takes uh it's an undertaking is what i found out after i got done with it i was like 
why did that take so much out of me? Yeah. Well, it kind of does. It deals with a lot of things. It deals with, you know, it deals with the, the pitfalls of relationships. It deals with suicide. It deals with uh, extreme depression, honestly. Parenthood. Mm-hmm. Uh, childhood trauma. Childhood trauma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Life trauma. Yeah, Life it's, trauma. Uh, just, uh, oh, man. Tough PTSD. decisions. PTSD. Yeah. All all that stuff. Well, it is a Tom King thing. I've it heard. is Tom King. Yes. His, that's uh, his kind yeah. of theme. PTSD I, a little bit. Uh, yeah, if you uh, definitely if you if you liked this, I would re uh, recommend Vision, and then uh, the other one that I haven't finished yet is Strange Adventures. But what I did read of it is very much along the same way. Cool. So, so this one at least this this team did Strange Adventures, and they they're right now working on a uh, Human Target series. Okay, is that a uh... Human Target is like a classic DC thing where like the guy would what he. Depending on the version, um, the probably the most popular one was the Vertigo series, which basically in that he actually takes on the image of the person that he's supposed to protect. So he bodyguards someone by being them, essentially. Oh, cool. And so, like, yeah, he does a full-on disguise and, like, mannerisms, learns about them, all this kind of stuff. So and he's bodyguards for multiple people throughout the series kind of thing? Yeah. So yeah. the Vertigo series was a big thing because a lot of it was about how the different mental effects of that, of, like, becoming someone else. Sure. And but depending on how, because you don't just become someone else. He's probably he, a lot of this times he's doing this for like weeks or months, basically, where he pretends to be this other person while they're on a hiding because it's someone's after them, basically. And so the idea is he just like interweaves himself in that life. I don't know what the Tom King series is like because I haven't read it yet. But that one was more um, the Vertigo series was sort of like it's self-contained. Whereas the Tom King one is still self-contained, but it takes place in the DC universe because I noticed that uh, Blue Beetle is in it for some reason. Nice. They're in this one, as a matter of fact. Blue Beetle? And Booster Gold. Yeah, Booster yeah. Gold, yeah. Yeah, those are, I mean, those are two Make classic characters. He made a little cameo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, Batman uh, shows up in a, <laughs> I thought, I, I love the way Batman was in was in this story <laughs> oh gosh we're doing spoilers right yeah oh absolutely oh yeah, yeah. freaking kills babies kills yeah. galactus in the kills. end what you mean you mean uh dark side no galactus in the, in the uh oh right in right, right, parody right. comic yeah that they have, yeah uh, well because yeah i forgot to look this up but i remember hearing a while back there is a character in here named uh funky i believe yeah funky flashman i think it is he's based off of stanley yeah. yeah, he's very much based off of Stanley, and yeah, there is a, there is sort of towards the end he tells this idea, which is literally yeah the Galactus and the Silver Surfer, which I yeah, thought yeah. was great with the Golden Retriever, I believe it is, which yeah. I was just like oh perfect <laughs> yeah, Golden Retriever, and he was called Star Eater, yeah mm-hmm. Star Eater and the Golden Retriever, yeah, <laughs> yep, and then Batman, yeah Batman, yep. Yeah. yeah, we get we get a full character arc right there. Just, uh, he goes from and, humble beginnings and six killing pages. babies as he does, and then yeah, oh, Galactus, yeah, <laughs> Star Eater. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah to, 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 to explain to people the whole killing babies. Um, yeah, I guess that that would merit explanation. Rest, uh, funky. I wanted to call him Rusty for some reason. Funky gets a little plush Batman toy for Mister Miracles or Scott Free's son while he's a baby and scott free is talking about like the dangers of having a toy too young because it could be like cause like sudden infant death and all these kind of like darker just things the typical the very typical, mundane yeah. parent worries kind yeah, of deal. Exactly. just like totally reasonable very grounded i love oh yeah i love the contrast of the uh just the very very grounded to the wild extreme that yes this, that this story has 
Yeah, my uh, I think my favorite issue actually is the issue where the, him and Big Barda are they go to New Genesis mm-hmm. and they are so Scott at one point in the storyline Scott Free gets judged for something he's doing by Orion who takes over as the high father and he gets the judgment is that he could be a Asian to dark side so he ends up his his judgment is he's supposed to die he's supposed to get killed but big barda decides i'm not gonna stand for that so they go there but while they're up there they're discussing how they want to align their house yes like <laughs> yeah I, I read it all in in one sitting and for me that was yeah. like the awesome fight scene kind of yeah. a deal is like the uh act two or whatever just yeah topping it off and then the whole time they're just yeah how they're gonna remodel the house yeah like, but where would my clothes go? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I like the magazine. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah we need. Normal, well, what if we make the stuff? living room small? Well, because Big Barda has this. Uh, she she tries to undercompensate for her eyes, basically. Exactly. They're both dealing with their the way their childhood yeah. in different ways, and um, they actually mention it. Barda does in the uh, yeah in the comic is just like you know I don't need these things. Yeah. But I buy these things because before I never got to have these things. Exactly. And it's, yeah. It's wonderful. That's in that same issue, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's probably yeah. Uh, yeah. crossing the entrails, I think it is, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's such a weird dichotomy between this, like, everyday basic stuff and, yeah, this high-concept sci-fi, basically. Because, yeah. I mean, this is the new gods. This was... These characters are created by Jack Kirby. Now, a little bit of description about the new gods, because I know a lot about comic books, and I didn't even need to look this up, because I already have it a long time ago. <laughs> so, Jack Kirby, for a long time, worked with Marvel Comics, and he worked with Stan Lee on a lot of stuff. But the thing was, is that Stan Lee is a big, was a, was a big time kind of a narcissist a lot of ways because he and he was very much like a big image guy like he was like yeah and their partnership also was as far as the creation of comics as i understood it was for the most part the artist is doing yes a a huge lift yeah so then the writer fills in the words so yeah so that was what's called the marvel method and the reason why that existed was because when marvel started stanley was the only writer he was the only writer for i mean he co he he wrote for uh Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, let's see, Iron Man, X-Men, Avengers. A lot of these eventually had other writers, but like, yeah, I mean, Daredevil, like most of the Marvel universe that you can think about, he wrote at least the first 10 issues of, or maybe more. The Yeah, just like, yeah. that's why he's like the... Uh... Viewed as like that originator of comics. Kind yeah. Of. His name is tied to all of those characters. But because of that, yeah, he would he would write an outline, the artist would draw it, and then he would write in the word bubbles inside it. So essentially the artist was a co-writer within this. And so, for example, Jack Kirby pretty much solely created the Silver Surfer because he right. wasn't in the script. He actually came about as a kind of a post-creator, like kind of mid-creation he's just like i thought that this big guy should have a herald you know he should have someone who he might have had a herald uh, either way yeah he had i think he originally just came by himself and he's like well there should be more to that than this Mm -hmm. and so the new gods kind of getting back to that though circling around came about because he was tired of not getting his credit 
So and bounce back and forth also. Yeah. I believe well, so, he had to work with yeah. Marvel then DC. Well, so like this was so forth. New Gods was the first time he worked with DC if I remember. Ooh, right. okay. So New Gods, he worked. He went over to DC Comics and they said so they gave him full uh, autonomy. The only thing that they t- <laughs> the only thing that they didn't let him do. So they every issue that he had that had Superman, they had someone go back and redraw the face of Superman because they didn't like the way he drew Superman. It was kind of weird, but only in the face, <laughs> only the face. But yeah, he co- Still, he wrote. That's got to burn. Yeah. That's gotta burn a little bit as an artist. He did like, a little bit, I'm sure. but the face? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. So he did four books that were all a part of the New Gods story arc. It started with Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. Then there was The Fourth World, The Forever People, and Mr. Miracle, actually, were the four books. I see. Which gives a little bit more, like, how special Mr. Miracle as a character would be, because he's the only one that was, like, a solo character for his own book. All yeah. the other ones had different names. Um. So, unfortunately... He a lot of the books, so he was doing them weekly, which was kind of crazy. He was doing the books weekly. He was releasing all these different books, all like because you know, because the idea is like you have monthly comics, but he was releasing one issue of one of the series, another issue, another series, another issue, another series. So he was going like crazy for this, but he was unable to finish it, which is what's crazy about the uh, yeah, he didn't finish his storyline that he wanted to do. All the books got canceled. I think Mr. Miracle might be the one that lasted the longest, or. I want to say that's the one that lasts the longest, but it's kind of crazy because he wrote, he ended up later on in the 80s, they let him come back for a series called Something Dogs. I forgot what the name of it was, but it was a mini series and it was sort of him trying to wrap up his storyline. And what's crazy is after Crisis on Infinite Earths, which was a big storyline for DC, they went kind of crazy with bringing in dark side and a lot of storylines so the it became it was something that originally was considered kind of a failure because he, he you know they canceled the books before he could finish the storyline mm. to like almost nearly every big event to do with dc has dark side in it now you know oh, which wow. is crazy and kirby like, created dark side is that correct yeah kirby yeah, created yeah. dark side kirby created all these characters right. so obviously he didn't i don't think he created booster gold and uh <laughs> and uh blue beetle but because Blue Beetle was originally Charleston Comics, which is where The Question and Peacemaker and a couple other characters. Uh, the Atom, I think, is another one. And there's like a couple others. But, um, well, I, sh- I should have inferred that uh, that he created Darkseid for yeah. if for no other reason than the subject matter <laughs> of the book. But also in the first panel, they give you that wonderful intro, which is yeah. like, even if you had no prior context, mm-hmm. New Genesis versus yep. Apocalypse, Darkseid versus the New Gods. Yeah. Of, and High Father. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So a big part of the storyline, though, is that pretty early on, things are not seeming as they are. There's a, there's a few little hints here and there. Uh, he notices the big Bardis eye color changed is one thing. Early on, he tried to commit suicide. There's two things that could be what's going on. He tried to commit suicide. He also is... It kind of shows that the, the anti-life equation most likely has affected him. Like, it's in mm-hmm. his brain. So this is 12 issues of him dealing with life, but things are kind of going different. They, the nice thing is, is to, just to tell people, it's not in prime DC continuity, at least not traditionally speaking, which allowed Tom King to kill off certain characters mm-hmm. that might still be alive in the regular DC universe. And Oh, it makes the story so much better yes. by not having to worry about the repercussions of like yeah. how this pans out. And yeah, yeah, by the end of the book, you're, you're, I was appreciative. I was like, oh, because it, it it adds in to that dichotomy, like I was mentioning earlier, between the mundane and the yeah. and the fantastical. It's, yeah, it's really it's, cool. It's 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 it is, and I I'm growing to enjoy Tom King specifically as a limited series writer. 
specifically because I don't think that he is. I don't think I think that he starts like so. I haven't read his Batman run, but I've heard I've read little bits in here and there. But I've heard that it feels like it lasts too long. Basically, even though he wanted to go longer with his series, his story. I had heard that it was more of like a person kind of a deal. Is it like he'll yeah. he'll write more? I guess like flawed yeah people, yeah as far as like that i guess for He's, the mundane type of deal and then as opposed to what was it snyder before that right yeah that most people got their batman from prior yeah so he exactly yeah snyder was the other long-running writer he did i think 52 or so issues of batman before that it was graham morrison and like because a lot there otherwise like detective comics for example during the new 52 era was they kept on they they couldn't find a writer to stick or they couldn't stick they didn't stick with a writer for very long at a time because more commonly than not they just weren't very good there's a couple bright spots in the detective comics during the new 52 but for the most part it's not very good Ooh, not very it's, good and not well received exactly yeah. like it's just they, the problem is is so snyder started to introduce some new stuff to the mythos he started to kind of add some new interesting ideas at the end it it kind of wasn't as good at the end but it was still decent you know, and you had Capullo's art, which is fantastic. With Detective Comics, it just felt too... It felt like what people think that Batman is, but maybe not how Batman actually is, if that makes any sense. Like, it felt just kind of mediocre Batman. And the best way I can describe it is at the same time that Morrison was writing Batman and Paul Dini was writing Batman, which... I have mixed feelings about Paul Dini, but at least he was doing something interesting. There's also Tony S. Daniel was writing Batman and that was the most just blah stuff at that period and it just kind of felt like it continued that stuff so um although he was technically writing detective comics I guess but still like it's just that thing like you have some writers that have ambition and they have they bring something new to the table and arguably even I think Tom King did to the Batman story um there's always a lot of times there's always like the prime book that everybody's really big on and then the other book that like kind of has its own other thing that it's doing well even like because even during the tom king era detective comics was written by james tinney and the fourth and he's actually was like a student of scott snyder who actually started working with him on some books like the batman he wrote some like my smaller stories mm. and he was sort of introducing in the batman eternal stuff and then batman and robin eternal the bat family stuff so like the detective comics at that time from like 2016 till probably 18 or 19 or maybe even 20 was it was a book that every once in a while would have batman in it but it was mostly actually about the bat family which is oh, kind of cool so you have like characters like asriel you got uh spoiler which is um cassandra i forgot her last name but uh <laughs> anyway I, I, I'm starting to go off on another tangent here. I know oh, way too good. much about I, comics. Um, yeah, I only read the uh, Mr. Miracle. You got, yeah. these, uh, you got these Batman packs thrown at me. It's like, oh, too much in the utility well, belt. I know, I know. Well, it's because we're talking about uh, Tom King, and I need to roll it back. Um, so, but yeah, standalone story. Standalone outside story. Of the, outside of the main continuity. Outside of the main continuity. So, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of different hints that something isn't going right, like, there's the this like it looks like a like an old tv glitching yeah even in the in the very beginning panels because I, mm -hmm. I i heard that they uh they started out with um kirby's um uh, dialogue from the mr yeah. miracle original comics that uh like they they'll frame that mm -hmm. alongside this like what they do with the like tv with rabbit ears glitching yeah. kind of yeah, deal yeah, yeah. the staticky uh 
and they'll frame that along it. So the whole time, as soon as you get into the book, you're like, yeah, what am I, am I what, what am I getting into? Kind of <laughs> thing. And it does. It starts from start to finish. It's just like, you're a little unsure. Yeah. And there's, there's definitely like a sense of uneasiness while reading it too. Definitely like just something, something isn't right, but it's hard to figure out what that is. Yeah. There's a, there's an element of like, am I getting tricked? Yeah. By the story? Like how much of this, do I have a reliable narrator? Exactly. That's another thing. Oh, it's so fun. And it's just like, yeah, all these, well, for me, it's like, I know a lot of these characters and I know the history of a lot of these characters and it's weird to see the, and some of these characters have died before and come back and stuff like that, but it's weird to see certain characters like Granny Goodness gets killed by uh, Big Barda, for example. Right. She's pretty consistently, I mean, she's the woman who, <laughs> who raised both of them in her very She's a real sweetheart. Fucked up way. Because <laughs> she is, she's a torturer. If you, to get a, like, for for people, uh, obviously read this book, but also my first introduction to all the new God stuff was actually Superman the Animated Series from the 90s. So they did a pretty good uh, adaptation. They had Granny Goodness. It, had, it actually had Ed Eisner do the voice of Granny Goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I think, did he do it for Justice League Unlimited too? Yes. Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Okay. Nice. Um, yeah. I watched so, some clips of that also. Yeah. That was it's great. It's cool. great. Honestly, Dark Superman the Animated Series has a really dark ending because it, it mostly it ends with like a bunch of fucked up stuff and like Superman has a really bad relationship with humanity at the end, which is like kind of crazy for a cartoon that was meant for that like is, 10 year olds. Yeah, and exactly. Like, but look, get, him, yeah. get him questioning early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so if you want a good example of, of her, she like, because in that she brainwashes Superman and does all these like other crazy stuff. Don't watch the Smallville adaptation because it was terrible. But uh, <laughs> in this one, I mean, she basically gives him his power kind of a deal. Yeah. Like uh, she's she's that kind of influence. And they touch on that also, which they I do. I loved so much the because uh, Barda and uh, Mr. Miracle, Scott Free, mm-hmm. were, were raised in that same pit. Uh, same area yeah um i love the I think big part of his name right? is literally she's more established by the time scott gets there yeah i think so because she well yeah she was a fury right she assists so with she, the captures they talk about like how she was captures. actually yeah the crew captures and she was actually like at one point she fell in love with him while she was about to recapture him yeah, basically exactly. which is really funny love at first uh uh, I forgot the word. Never mind. <laughs> Love the first kidnapping. That's what there we go. Fin- <laughs> yeah, there's. That's close enough to the word I was looking for. Um. <laughs> At first abduction. Yes. But yeah. Love first abduction. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, Bardo. Like going back to the granny goodness when yeah. they're, and I think it's that same, the same uh, issue that you were talking about earlier yeah. when they're going through the house. Uh, but she's Bardo's like. Or Scott's like, yeah, but she she would always do these terrible, terrible things to yeah. us. And she'd always recapture me and make me pay yeah. for it kind of stuff. But at the end, you know, she'd always say, I love you. <laughs> yeah. And Bardo's like, oh, please don't tell me you're dumb enough to believe that. Yeah. Like, oh, come yeah. on. <laughs> he has a weird relationship with Granny Goodness for sure. And there's... So we can kind of hit different story points, I guess, because there's sort of if there's a few different arcs that go throughout because it just kind of starts off. It explains who he is, explains kind of his situation. And it's mostly the first half is kind of it's mostly just like introducing the characters, I guess, for the most part to to a new person and the situation and the situation very much the situation, because I think it's like three pages in. That he's in a hospital. Yeah. yeah, he's in. Yeah, he's literally in a hospital. Yeah. And I. Oh yeah, I love this. Really early on, they have this whole thing about. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's basically right away starts showing him just like <laughs> mm-hmm. just slit his wrist. Um, but I'm actually trying to remember the first half as much. But yeah, oh yeah, there's a whole there's a lot of altercations between him and uh, um, uh, Ryan. Ryan, yeah. I'm just Ryan, his father. It, it's his basically father. it starts you off with, and this is super super funny. <laughs> no, it starts you off with uh, the people around him reacting to his his suicide attempt yeah and uh like his brother or pseudo brother boom tubes in and is like all right i'm gonna punch you in the face and then he goes and talks to his dad and he's like oh, I don't, yeah. sorry i couldn't be there i meant to get there but that uh, didn't work out well because uh so part of the storyline for people too is that their new genesis is sort of like heaven and apocalypse is basically hell and the high father is basically god Dark side's essentially Satan or the devil. Um, so they do a pact early on, like you, at some point they did a pact where they exchanged sons. So as long and so the idea was Scott Free is the son of the High Father, is the actual is a biological son of the High Father, and Orion is the biological son of Dark Side. And so because of that, Orion's been raised to in this like higher up place, whereas Godfrey was raised by Canada Grand. Goodness, yeah, yeah, it's um, a torture, <laughs> childhood torture versus <laughs> versus Sans that. <laughs> and of course, uh, Darkseid can't get any luck because both son, both either either his real his biological son or his adopted son both hate him, uh, <laughs> and are prophesied to kill him. <laughs> and pro- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Orion is prophesied to kill him. Which is interesting how they do that in this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a good story. Um, it's yeah, good story. it's it's really good and it's really it's. I like this stuff. I like that they're. I for a while I was trying to keep up with the main continuity of a lot of things, and I'm at this point where I'm more in. I I love what DC is doing right now because they're doing a lot of either in continuity or out of continuity miniseries or maxi series. Miniseries are usually six issues. Maxi series are usually about twelve, sometimes twenty four, but not as often. But uh, I like it because they have these. Even if they are in continuity, even if this was in continuity, it would still stand on its own without having to read anything before or after. Yeah, yeah. It'd be difficult to. <laughs> it'd be difficult <laughs> to explain the climactic end, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it could yeah. work. Yeah, they could fit, and they actually. Uh, that's what's so good about this story is. Yeah. Uh, there's actually a part with Metron. Um, yeah, I think the, how yeah. you say his name, and uh, yeah, Metron, where he basically offers them. He's like. Come on, come join the, come join the pages. Come, yeah, come back to the main continuity. Exactly. Yeah. Which what's the fucked up part about that is they show Big Barda. Yep. Amongst the people, I looked at that. It was it. I think it's two panels. Yeah. Uh, or two pages. It's a, I looked it's a at splash that page. The yeah. whole a splash page was yeah. perfect. Yeah, I looked at that for what 10, 12 minutes. Yeah. I was just like, where is he? I'm like, oh, yeah, he's not there. She's there. We're, the whole yeah. story's about them. I mean, yeah. where, where's where, what's going on here? And then you get, oh, such a good story. Because he's got, he's got, yeah. He, they have, they, they have two kids. There's basically, uh, just to spoil it, uh, he's created his own reality, and there's no for sure. It's is it is it when he tried to kill himself? Did he actually kill himself? Is he is he like in a coma? Or the the other theory is that he's the uh, uh, anti life equation completely knocked him out and he's stuck inside of that basically because that's part of what did you watch lost i did okay 
so i didn't watch lost but i okay. understand the, like the concept of the island's purgatory kind of a yeah deal. yeah and then a few of them leave the island yeah type of deal um as for that was kind of what i got from this story is, is that like he, he's kind of like we're we're in the immediate moments afterwards let's yeah maybe is he's still in the hospital kind of deal but he's like yeah. his like do you go to the light or not like yeah, kind of deal. yeah and yeah the whole story is him just kind of it, it kind of gives you the best case scenario mm-hmm. of right afterwards you know you just kind of keep moving on through life and luckily he's got barda there which yeah makes that uh makes that relationship all the more significant and able to be you, you could almost look so at it as like yeah he has barda there but you could almost look at it as barda could be also like a demon keeping him in that reality yeah i mean yeah. if it, it is his own like yeah. making kind yeah. of deal yeah so because like absolutely because she has one they have one kid together they so how Actually, we're jumping around, but that's fine. How he ends up killing Darkseid is he uses the he uses a knife made out of the skin of Orion because yeah. at one point Orion dies during the war. But the reason why it happens or how it happens is that Darkseid says he will stop the war if they get rid of Jacob, if they let him raise Jacob, which is their son. Which the baby what I for peace. What I love about that is they reference the film Jacob's Ladder, and this comic is very, very reminiscent of Jacob's Ladder. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay, because okay. that whole thing, a lot of that movie is a dream sequence, essentially. Oh, I didn't so, see. I was fully on the on the like. Oh, Jacob's Ladder from the X Pit, of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> makes sense to me. <laughs> But I think it was a book as well. But uh, yeah, they, there was a movie with uh, Tim Robbins. But um, okay. yeah, so like this, they I just thought that was kind of fun that they did that as a sort of another little wink and a nod, you could say, to the whole yeah. concept of what this was. Um, so yeah, so basically, yeah, it, it gets to the point where that's where the war is caught. And there's little other hints. There's a point where um, there's a guy who looks like a Renaissance painter from you know he looks like a like a renaissance painter and he tells a story about leonardo da vinci knowing that he talks tells a story that he supposedly heard from leonardo yes about this these two painters and one of them paints this painting of grapes and these birds start to eat you know try to eat the grapes because they look so real and he's like i won and he's like tells the master who's teaching him he's like are you like he basically is like well can you reveal your curtain you know yeah after, he's like i've basically won I basically like, won i mean he's good like, luck these birds yeah. even thought these he's like pull, he's like are real. you gonna pull the curtain he's like what curtain yeah the <laughs> best and it's such a good allegory for the whole story yeah, the like, whole story that's exactly yeah. what it is it, it, that's that is what it uh the it's story also, is like you have like the sure go back to the yeah you can be the part of the continuity you can also just like kind of make your own yeah happiness type of deal like well, it yeah, in the context of the story, <laughs> you can you can really give your own like outcome on as to what's happening because once he starts to realize what's actually going on, he has image he has views of like everyone who has died or seem to have died talking to him. Um, one of the more he even like he, he, how he talks to Granny Goodness is he has a mirror, he has a goodness mirror which shows what's on the inside basically, mm-hmm. and at one point early on because um. I forgot his name. He's one of the sons of Dark Side. Um, looks kind of like a like. Oh, like a who dwarf. they're doing the peace trade? Yeah, I forgot his name. I know Calabac. 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 There you go. Calabac. Um, he um is 
he gives as a gift. He gives the goodness mirror. It's, it's a quote unquote gift. It's a quote unquote. It's gift. like look at all the terrible yeah. things that. And it shows because they've been apparently yeah. had surgeries and grafted and everything else to make them look fine. But like you see, Big Barda and she's got like they're both down to the muscle. Basically, they look like Deadpool yeah. with no costume. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Both of them do. And it's, Both of them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's rough. Exactly. And that's a, one of the best lines in the book as well, mm-hmm. that they just feed you right there. Is just like, uh, I think it's there. She's like, Granny used to tell us, like, or tell me, on the outside, you're beautiful. Yeah. But on the inside, you're mine. Yes. Like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Chilling. And then you see the, the goodness mirror and you're like, oh, yeah, I get it. My, my favorite interaction that he has sort of towards the end after he's killed Darkseid supposedly and saved his family and they, they're going to have a daughter. For a second, I thought it was a flashback because they kind of had very similar panels with the uh, the um, showing the ultrasound. But it was obviously it was a girl this time. So, yeah. it was, so I thought I was like, why is it going backwards? <laughs> I do love that there is an issue literally just about her big Barda giving birth and his experience with, with the other furies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so good. Especially the one that talks in riddles. <laughs> yeah, she's like, uh, it's riddles. That's what it is. I was like, I was trying to it make it like, rhyme when I was reading it. I was like, no, it was like right. kind of, it was, it was like insane riddles, but it was mm-hmm. basically, he was, he, like, she was just saying absolutely batshit crazy things. Like, yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah, sorry, you guys aren't allowed in there. It's, uh, <laughs> it's just the rules. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Um, and the dagger be like I'm going to kill you with this dagger later oh, but for yeah. right now just in case she needs it here you go <laughs> yeah yeah she uses because the baby is uh, has the umbilical cord around its neck so which the only thing that can hurt which fascinating enough because it was uh, it was created it kind of ties into the end where like basically she crafted it from uh, like a god or something like that yeah and I'm trying and to remember like, the couple pages before that but it does kind of like set it up so that like yeah. oh this could go badly the yeah. uh, the delivery because yeah. it, the constant theme throughout the uh, the book is just dark side is that's that dark side, yes. those panels are always just I love that so it, significant I, I love like, the point that it says dark side is and then it shows dark side and he says yes I am like he he's aware of what the panels are saying the dark side cover in yeah. this one oh god it's crazy oh that, yeah. is, that is beautiful it's yeah. great um so uh we could go into more detail but I think we covered some of our favorite moments some of is there anything else you want to go into before we move on yeah uh let me think do we what's the I'm trying to think if we like missed a story. Oh, oh yeah, of course. Hmm. The reason why, like one of the first ones that kind of clues you in that this may not be like his reality in addition yeah. to like everything works out for him. Yes. That That is the, that's the main thing is that like, while there's a ton of interpersonal like and domestic issues yeah. that he's facing, all of his like fantasy, all the, mm-hmm. all the battles pretty much go his way at one point i believe he's taken out on a stretcher but other than that like yeah and then makes a full recovery yeah uh, like everything works out in such like a a positive way that you're like this has to be just <laughs> best case scenario uh, yeah best case scenario um but there's one of them right after the trial mm-hmm. uh where <laughs> he kind of kind of loses it a little bit uh but it's it's about the anti-life equation kind of a deal. Yeah. And uh, right after that trial, the next issue is it starts off with say stay and we'll go to war 
Yeah. Because he's sentenced to execution. Yeah. In three days. And that's one of the days. And he's like, if you say stay to Bardo, he's like, you say stay, I'll go to war. Yeah. This is, you know, it is what it is. And uh, you go through the whole issue and they're just like reminiscing and and then it finally gets to that moment. Yep. And uh, actually, it's Barda that initiates the attack yeah. on uh, yeah. on Funky, even, who comes as like a messenger for uh, for Orion uh, through the tube. And uh, she just like starts laying waste. And then at the end of it, she's like, stay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Yep. Yep. Uh, and it kicks off the rest, which is. I like that issue, though, because it's just such a just normal life kind of situation because it's him trying to have the best life best last day he can have with big barda essentially yeah because he is just um like they're they go they order like his favorite food they 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 try to what is it they try to go to the beach or they go to somewhere they try to they try to go to like this um a few different places and then at the end they're trying to go up to this view Right. And yeah, to see the stars. To over see the, the stars, which there's only one star visible, which is really funny because it's L.A. and mm-hmm. as expected. Yeah, it's LA. Yeah, exactly. And um, it's just uh, it's it's such a fascinating like look on sort of their uh, the life and just like that normalcy essentially. And I think that it's and it's even like the traffic is so bad that they don't get to do most of what they want to do in that yeah, day they don't see the star they just go home and yeah that's, that's part of <laughs> and they're doing all of this while not addressing the fact that like yeah today's the last day yeah kind of thing and it's just watching people work through uh, ptsd trauma the way you kind of interact and the, you avoid the, the yeah. issue at hand that kind of stuff and uh yeah it's it's but it's so important the whole story is like that, though. The veggie tray, recurring veggie tray theme is always nice and uh, and grounding as well. Yeah. Like, oh, we're having visitors. They're, <laughs> they're new gods from a mm-hmm. whole world away. Well, yeah. better at least get snacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do love that. The veggie platter, the... Uh... It's they show uh, Doomsday. I think he eats like a carrot or something, like when ranch or something Dark like side? that. Dark or, side, yeah, yeah. What did I say? What did yeah, I say? They, they use that uh, Doomsday. I said Doomsday. Yeah, yeah. Dark side. <laughs> yep, dude. The Dark yeah. side's carrots were were hilarious. Yeah. And then at the end, uh, I think when Metron. Yeah, that's right. When Metron is uh is like yeah. this is not where you belong. Like join the continuity uh, kind of thing. He's, yeah. like, he's sitting there just eats a carrot. Yep. Just, and then back to it's normal great. life it's great yeah he and he looks like he he's disguised as deceit which i thought was interesting or like someone like deceit oh and then he see, they do a good job in the story because yeah. i wasn't familiar with that character like mm-hmm. the kind of like right hand thing yeah to, uh, to dark side yeah um I, it made sense that there would yeah. be that character but then the reveal that it was in this story metron yeah like, oh, well he's metron is a surprised as yeah, as it should have been. Metron has a, is is kind of a right hand guy to uh, to him as well, and he has the Mobius chair, which lets him see everything. Right, as long and doesn't age, doesn't have to eat as long yeah. as he's on the chair. Yeah, there's an interesting storyline where Batman actually gets on that chair for a while, and it was during the um, Dark Side War storyline. I watched the movie. Yeah, it's good. The movie, the, the, movie awesome. the movie's awesome, but it's not. It's a fun movie, but it's not really a good adaptation of the story. Oh, okay. So okay. I would still read the comic if you watch the movie because I just watched that movie recently, actually. Nice. Um, yeah, no, it, that's that's one of the things that I learned just from from reading this in general was mm-hmm. just like you can watch whatever, on yeah, it and do a lot of research and like kind of try get get most ninety eight percent of the story or eighty percent, but you're gonna miss 
yeah so much of just that and i'm glad i didn't miss it on this story yeah of like the interpersonal play the little mm-hmm. quips the mundane conversations like what they choose to say when yeah kind of a deal like they're blocking lasers and they're just you know Got to renovate that apartment. Where all those magazines go? Yeah, and the, shark. I love that he. Uh, there's one point where they're talking about getting a dog. Like, oh yeah, because because Rusty took or not Rusty Funky gives. I keep only calling Rusty Funky gives him tells him that story about basically Star Eater and Golden Retriever. Yeah, Star Eater yeah, Golden yeah. Retriever. And his takeaway is: should we get should we get him a dog? Well, but what about when he leaves? And then and Bart is like, we can't have a dog. We have you know we. <laughs> It's not on the, the, or either he does or Barnes says like, can't have a dog because it's not on the lease or something like that. It's against the condo. Yeah, I think he's still, he's still debating it with, with <laughs> he's not getting the idea. He's like, no, the story <laughs> itself is beautiful. He's like, well, you gotta, I, gotta, I can't get a dog. I love that. Uh, yeah. And it's Feels basically about, li- it's supposed to be about life and all this other stuff. And I love that. Um, I forgot his name, but he's, I think he looks kind of like a dwarf basically. And he's old man. He dies early. Oberon. What's that? Oberon? I yeah. think is his name. Yeah, because yeah, he's from New Genesis and he's talking to because he lives with them at one point and or like is their neighbor or or something like that. But I love his his thing when he's after he's dead and he's talking to him and whatever. And he's like, it's like, what does it matter? Like, do you want to really be in this like place with all these continuities and where nothing ever makes sense and yeah, it keeps on resetting? What's more real? The, this <laughs> yeah. ridiculous nonsense or the that. family that you've made? Like, yeah. just by like in this this reality is this coin is like <laughs> if you stuck around like yeah and if you made it like if you got a second chance and with those folks like yeah what could you make out of it kind of a deal yeah and he was like yeah this is what i want and, and the wonderful thing <laughs> that i understand about mr miracle and barda is that like that's kind of what their yeah. whole character want they're yeah like apex like superhero levels like they're super strong regenerative yeah. like they have great powers and then their whole thing is just like Gosh, I would love a new condo. <laughs> I just, yeah. uh, just want to be in traffic, you know. I just yeah. As long as it's with that person, it's that's this will this will do. Exactly. I do love that 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 analogy though, where they say something like that's marriage. Or yeah, he's like talking about staying with something is long enough, or, or or something like that, and like getting used to just tolerating it. Yeah. And she's like, that's marriage, and it's like that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Because they're in traffic again at like towards the end of the book. Um, oh yeah, I wish yeah. I could remember that quote exactly because it is. It's it's kind of like just not hating someone. Like, yeah, yeah, not like hating someone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, and it's yeah, like, what do you think? Marriage? What do you think marriage is? What do you think love is? That yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so it's so nihilistic and kind of just yeah. Um, oh, I did laugh uh, out loud uh, when I was reading it. I, mm-hmm. I chuckled pretty heartily at uh, when they're in the car waiting mm-hmm. in traffic and they're like, uh, like, what was our song? You know, it's that day oh, of, yeah. like, what do you mean what was our song when we met? We were in torture pits. Yeah. <laughs> I guess our songs were Screams of the Damned. <laughs> but they're like, hey, Mother Box, play Screams of the Damned. And they're like, what year? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, uh, uh, that was a good great. one. So uh, from a scale of one to ten Mother Boxes, what would you give this? I'm going to give this one... Nine mother boxes. Nine mother boxes. This is such a great story. I've, (laughs) as soon as I finished it, I'm pretty sure I spoke to like four different people. Like, you have to read it. You have to read it. I don't think you understand. You have to read it. You ever felt depressed? Read it. Oh my gosh. Like every one of those moments where the panel's like dark side is like, it kind of like, for me, it kind of like shocked me in to be like, oh yeah. Even when things are going great, 
Like yeah. you'll still have those moments like uh, everything's terrible. Dark yeah, side is. Yeah, like yeah. I, I like I missed one I was late getting here. Yeah. Missed a bus. I was like dark side is. <laughs> Just this is your mantra now in yeah, your life. Stuff, uh, go, stuff goes dark side and they're like, yeah, and that's the end of the, the like the story itself is like, uh, dark side is, and then yeah, but so are we. <laughs> yeah, like, and yep. that's it's uh, that's it's that's such literal a good quote. Story. Yeah. I would give it. Yeah, I would get. I would also give it a nine. Um, yeah, I'm definitely. I'm gonna upgrade to the deluxe edition. I think for this one, even though I do like this hardcover, I found it was like a. Sleeve. Yeah, I really love the sleeve. It's a. I got. I got one of the like direct market. You can only get it at comic book shops. One. Um. So I might still keep this edition and just have the other one as like the reader. But just this is like a collection thing. It's not unheard of for me to do that collection for just the sake of collect. I don't know what you're talking about. Gene Weber. Yeah, me collecting this, comics. Collecting comics. I'm not. Nah. No. 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 I looks to my left and right. <laughs> Walls covered in books. Hmm. I couldn't be this guy. This is actually after me selling about a fourth of my collection too. Yeah. Where would you have put it? <laughs> that thing used to be in the middle. The the big one used to be in the middle, and it was both sides were covered. Oh well, it was better than what yeah. I expected. I was like, I don't, I don't need clothes, Josh. I just <laughs> just stack more shelves. <laughs> it was bad. It was. And I, I like this, this, oh man, my room is just, it's, it feels like twice the size as it was. Um, but anyway, um, so I'm going to get into a few questions I like to ask at the end here. Uh, first one is what was your first introduction to comics? Whether it was, um, could be comic book, like related things like, a pot, it could be uh, anything from a comic book to a show, to a movie, to, to something else. Just like, what was your, like something that was more meaningful if nothing else? Yeah. So my first comic ever came mm. with my uh with a two two set uh beast war toy as okay. a matter of fact with nice. optimus primal and uh and megatron and optimus primal was a bat megatron <laughs> was a crocodile <laughs> i don't think they kept up with this for very long it no. was like that was the one time it's there that sounds and, terrible uh, love yeah. the toys way more than the comic but still read the comic non-stop like over and over and over and over yeah but uh yeah it was just that one issue mm. i don't even know if they continued the line i think they do have beast wars comics but uh yeah i don't know if they continued that specific issue set but no idea yeah. <laughs> they, they, they've they done that kind of stuff though in the past where like they try to get people into it by selling the toy and the comic at the same time um that's cool though. Yeah, when um, it's robots turn into animals. You'll get me every time with that. So. <laughs> <laughs> no question. That's a it's a weird fetish right there. Um, but <laughs> hey, I I have a chest of Beast Wars and Transformers at home, and I'm never gonna get rid of them. I'm gonna uh, go home and play yeah, with them. Actually, yeah. that's probably what I'll do. All right, <laughs> just well. be like, Ma, sorry, <laughs> what'd you do with the chest? <laughs> Ah, uh, Christ. <laughs> Probably find that comic book while I'm there, actually. Yeah, yeah there you go. Um, do you have... Uh, so, you, this was... From my understanding, this was your first actual reading of a comic? Or, like... Or more reading? Regarding a, like, superhero. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I could, well, actually, this was my second. Because if I, I had picked up a... Uh, and by picked up, I mean borrowed. Okay. <laughs> uh, a, a Spider-Man comic from uh, okay. uh, from my friend's brother who had had a short stint of like, now I'm collecting comics. Like yeah, we, yeah. We, we love collectibles anyways of like magic cards or whatever, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, what have you. 
But uh, then he had that, read that one, and I was like, oh, that was cool. That was cool, because there was, there was a moment in that comic, it involved the Iron Spider. Yeah. And uh, they showed, like, a death of Peter Parker, like a for instance kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, and they were like, why bring him back or something? And Captain yeah. America's like, because he's the best of us. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a cool, I hadn't I had the perspective <laughs> of Spider-Man before. Are, are they doing this in all the comics? Shifting my perspective of characters and growing and stuff? What? Yeah, yeah. That's but, the thing. Uh, yeah, so I got into that. That was really cool. But yeah, this is my first, like, about a particular comic okay. book hero that, like, I read a full issue yeah. of. Or a okay, full, full, full series. Yeah, full series. Story. Okay. Because I normally ask, like, top five favorite graphic novels but i don't know if you have that if you've have you read anything that's non-superhero have you read much for as far as comics if not reading uh, read i mean reading yeah (laughs) but no that's fine um so what i will ask instead do you have top five favorite comic book related characters or comic book characters or yeah so well, I never got too into like those comics. Mm-hmm. I definitely would be spending hours of my time yeah. reading Wikipedia pages on like <laughs> different characters. Yeah. And uh reading all their powers and things. Like uh so I, I like the uh I usually like the normal guys mm-hmm. that can do like keep up kinda almost. Yeah. Like I, I really liked Green Arrow, the comic book character, not the Yeah. Not the show. Uh, but uh yeah <laughs> batman of course yeah spider-man's uh up there has to be mm-hmm. but then with spider-man also like venom's super awesome yeah um trying to think spawn even though that doesn't really count that was a cool <laughs> no it does though I, uh, yeah. it's it's a comic it's a comic book as i said true, so. true. yeah yeah it's marvel property is that right no that's image image oh, yeah gosh. image comics yeah yeah, yeah. it's actually it exists because they retired at working with marvel but that's that's a whole other thing I'd highly recommend looking into the history of Image Comics and why it exists. Okay. It's pretty interesting. And yeah. still going on. Con- image, yeah. It's it's a different beast than it was when it started. But yeah, Image is still a thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> are, they, are they more like human stories? Like now this this, image <laughs> is this a... particular story, like I think this started something as far as like yeah. wanting to get into how much of like a a person or a character I could, study these I can definitely these characters can actually be broken down into like that was what was yeah. so intriguing I can definitely recommend some really good stuff to you nice um, I'll, I'll we'll talk after the episode deal, deal. <laughs> um all right uh so the next question I have here is um what was your first inspiration getting comedy because that's how I know you is comedy yeah well um <laughs> A lot of bad stuff happened, you know. <laughs> I was left to left to my own devices, and then yeah. I was like, "Well, if I'm left to my own devices, this is the thing that I think about yeah. more than anything else." So naturally, I'm gonna be like, "Well, you got to try it at least once." Yeah. And then if you have the misfortune of it going well, even once <laughs> in that first like dozen times, yeah. Like, well, good luck, <laughs> good luck yeah. with the rest of your time because you probably caught something. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's... no, it's. I don't know. It was obsessive a little bit. <laughs> if, you, if you can possibly relate at any level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, mean, I, I don't. I don't no, never, never. I don't. I don't. Know. I, obsessive isn't even in my vocabulary. I don't know what you're talking about. I wouldn't think it would be. You don't strike me as a reader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, do you have any uh, any plugs? More primarily, do you have any like social media that people can find you on? 
Sure. Yeah. Follow me on uh, on Instagram. I'm sure this was simply hilarious talking about this particular story. As soon as I was reading it, I was like, uh, "This is a comedy podcast in some way." Okay. Well, this is going to be a tall order, but uh, <laughs> kind of dark themes. Good things. There's the veggie tray. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, follow me on Instagram at tree o no t r e e this time o h n o. Mm-hmm. all right uh do you are you I, for, I forgot do you have any like any shows that you run that you that people can kind of like that are like on a consistent amount of time or anything like that that people can come to every once in a while you might catch me hosting unlimited ipa i think we got uh there's okay. a rotation around there and so might be at that spot that's a great mic even if uh even if i'm not hosting it's a okay. super super fun one and uh beyond that you know Mike's around town. Mike's around town. Yeah, I haven't oh, yeah. quite. Uh, still kind of, still kind of starting this stuff out. So if you want to yeah. book me, also <laughs> on Instagram at Tree Oh No, that's probably definitely worth your time. Yeah, so. yeah absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you look at his comedy based off of this very serious conversation about if this. If you comic like book. Batman killing babies, <laughs> <laughs> if you <laughs> stretch your fancy, if you, you were like, ha ha, that's a great start. Then. <laughs> If you like the idea of giving up your child to someone to save an entire species, you might like his comedy. Boy, the way this guy talks about PTSD for an hour. That's uh <laughs> Oh man. That's what gets me in there. That's what SIDS, son and infant death syndrome. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk mm-hmm. about that for let's <laughs> Drama you just won't get over. <laughs> what a joy. <laughs> It writes itself. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks for coming on here, Josh. Thank you. Thank you so much. This has been great. Absolutely. And I would definitely recommend this to anyone who's got a weirdest thing I've read. uh, Someone on YouTube said this saved their marriage. Not even joking. Wow. Yeah. So it's definitely like if you're if you're feeling depressed, feeling alone, you're not alone. I mean, if nothing else, you got this book to keep you company. <laughs> yeah, and hey, there might be one point where you laugh out loud, so that could yeah. be. <laughs> yeah, check it out. No, this this book is littered with humor. It is. I really do appreciate it's, it. It's it's good. It's good. All right, everybody, have a good day. <laughs>